Well, hello, people. Now is the time to start posting um, pictures of your offspring in their finest first day of school outfit. I like seeing them. I, I, I like seeing the end of the year pictures, like where they do the comparison first day, last day. That's what I like. <laughs> we should not only be posting pictures of the kids, we should post pictures of the parents as well. Like <laughs> first day, last day, you know, just for a full circle effect. I found another partial recording. I'm not going to listen to that either. I'm just going to add it at the end of this. Enjoy. It says, I mean, need money for an oil change or something. I'm not sure. <laughs> Let's see. The things have been moving right along. I'm still fantasizing about a Halloween costume party. I think now we can do like Halloween tie-dye, maybe in early October. How about some? Um, some of these wooden crafts that you can color. I don't know, I'm <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I've been watching these animal documentaries. Got me on that kick now. Um, last night was whales, giants of the ocean. They're <laughs> ridiculously large. I was like, how big are these things? Like 52 feet long. <laughs> I'm like sitting in my living room trying to figure out like how many, how, how many feet across is my living room? And then it says that these whales are like easily the size of school buses. Like, what in the actual fuck? Like, they're so majestic, just like going through the ocean here and there. And it, it's showing these sperm whales, I think, or beluga sperm whales. I think it was sperm, but they sleep like straight up and down like trees near the top of the water. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's all, it's a lot of speculation. They're showing these whales. They come to the top and they said, when we see them at the top, they are relaxing or sleeping or, you know, they're being docile. When they dive to the bottom, they're killers, <laughs> they're predators. They said they're eating like a hundred giant squid a day, which I mean, how do they even get that number accurately? Because they can't dive down as far as the <laughs> whales are going because apparently you just like implode and uh, it's just, it's so weird. They they went over all of these um, like clicking, communication noises that they have. They all have their own, it's, I, I don't know. And they breastfeed, what, are you kidding me? Did you know that? <laughs> Most whales have an inverted nipple that the baby whale will come up to and some, the baby whale will put the lower jaw inside this inverted nipple and feed like that. And other ones, the baby whale will, I guess, stimulate the inverted nipple and it will cause it to protrude and release milk into the ocean that the baby will just drink from the ocean. Like, what? That's just, it's, what? <laughs> I mean, animals are just amazing, but it, it, it makes me want to go explore the deep, deep ocean, you know? Maybe in a next life I can be a whale. <laughs> See what's going on down there. There's the, like, how deep is the ocean? What's going on way, way, way at the bottom? These giant squids that are coming up. I guess one of the whales, they, picked, they captured one of the whales coming up and the, the giant squid was like stuck on the whale it's dead like floating on the top and these these uh whale researchers 
like pulled the dead squid out of the water and had it laying down and it's like significantly larger than the man that was there taking pictures. <laughs> He's just like, wow, what? And they have beaks. I don't know. This is really interesting. Last night I went to the tattoo shop because when I explain my tattoos, I explain them like I talk. And I guess my terminology doesn't mix well with the tattoo artist terminology. So when I say I want something, the tattoo artist is like, oh, okay. Like when I say I want a sleeve, the tattoo artist is like, oh, well, we're gonna have to plan this, you know, with the, what tattoos you want where. But really I don't want a sleeve. I just want a lot of arm tattoos. That's it. <laughs> anyway, um, I am going to get the, the tattoo for the um, Holgren Milk Dairy, like the bottle cap, the milk bottle cap. I'm gonna try it to get it on my upper body, but he said he might have to make it larger. So it might have to go on like my my thigh. He said, or your, your stomach. And I was like, oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe I could put it like, maybe, I think maybe my side would be probably a, a more likely place to get it, but I don't know. We'll see how that works out. I, uh, I got to do Reiki yesterday. Yesterday was one of my Reiki sessions that was more of a um, light, just light, like recharge session. Went really well and so well. Um, makes me feel so good. And then while I was on my way back, Jen's like, hey, there's a book sale at Park City. I was like, used books? I was like, yep. I was like, all right, I need to get home and get to this book sale right away, straight away. So we um, we go to the book sale. It's at the Bonton, like this very the Bonton. It was the same place that we got the COVID vaccine in front of like the group of military. So we go to the same spot where we got the vaccine, and we go to the door. It's like these this wall of doors. And the ones on the left were like exit only. The ones on the right were like exit only. And then they had those sliding doors in the center. And I was like, oh, you must have to enter in the middle. They don't even open. And as I'm like looking, I see these other people that are like, you have to walk the whole way around. I was like, oh, okay. So we walk the whole way around the building. And this, the, the shop we were going to was like outside the mall. Like you could enter it from the outside, but they're forcing you to walk through the mall. So, <laughs> so we go through the mall, find the bookshop where I was like, ah, I'm in heaven. You know, I, I, I've got a stack of like 20 books in my arm. Next thing I know, Jen comes up with like a shopping cart. She's like, here, it's a little rickety, but here. She kept bringing me random books. She found one on dinosaurs. She found one on pyramids, like really good. She's, she's like, here you go. And uh, I don't think she got any books, but I got even a trunk load of books. While we were checking out, it's like, these two ladies, the one just counts, 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 counts the books. She's like, 50 cents, 50 cents, 50 cents. And the other lady marks them down. They give you a little ticket and you go pay. So we're going to go pay. And this person walks up beside me. And they have the like long black hair. They're wearing a long skirt, dressed female with a like pride flag mask. And then when they 
the the person puts down like DVDs. And I was like, oh shit, did they have movies? Which we don't even have a DVD player. Like, I don't know why I even bother. But the person was like, yo, they have a whole big section, like a very masculine voice. And I thought, hmm, is this person trans? Are they a crossdresser? Is this just someone with a masculine voice? And like, as much as I wanted to talk to them and be like inquisitive and ask questions, I think what the most respectful thing to do is to just ignore all of those questions that I have and just interact with them like a person, right? So that's what I did. <laughs> Kudos to me. And also in the news, I see the FDA approves the Pfizer vaccine. You know what that means? It's gonna make um, it's gonna make it a lot easier for places to mandate this because that was the big, big thing um, with healthcare saying that how are you gonna mandate a vaccine that's not even approved by the FDA? So now they've approved it. So it opens up a whole new can of worms. Like if you want to work in one of the Medicare-funded healthcare's. Are they going to force everybody to get it? And not force, because you have a choice to leave. Are they going to mandate everybody to get it if they want to continue working there? Or is there going to be like a certain percentage of exemptions? I don't know. We shall see. Spread love. So it's hard to know where one conspiracy theory starts and the other one ends. It's just a real strange, it's just strange. So now we've got COVID, the Delta variant, C19 Delta, like it's, okay. So if we, if we just take a trip back and say that COVID was actually um, produced by someone to decrease the population, okay? <laughs> someone that you're not aware of, that that, that is like the, the idea will never get out. Like the person that knows is pretty much the person that did it and that's it, okay? So our society is like, hey, this could be fake, could be real, you know? Everybody's got their own, their own beliefs, opinions, the mask, the lockdown, like whole thing, vaccines come. Oh great, they're working. Good job. <laughs> and is that person like with the initial conspiracy theory that was trying to, you know, eradicate the population or reduce the population or do like population control, however you want to say it. Is that person like, oh shit. <laughs> A little bit smarter than I thought. And he's like, uh, let me let's try this Delta variant. Let's 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 throw that out there. It's just it's it's so much. There's so much to comprehend and think about. And everyone I keep asking now, I'm like, okay, these numbers are going back up. I, I'm not sure what's happening. I know that we have a few staff members that have COVID that have had the vaccine. Some of them have actually had COVID previously. They're not hospitalized, but they are sick. And they're the, regulations or rules are still in place that if you have the COVID symptoms, you have to be out of work for 10 days unless you go get COVID screened. Most of the facilities are now starting to become COVID yellow. 
in healthcare, they have different different breakdowns. Green is like no one has COVID. Yellow is that you are potentially exposed to COVID, but no one has any active symptoms. That's there. And then red is that there is active positive COVID with symptoms there. But yeah, I'm not sure what's gonna happen. I keep asking about the lockdown. I'm, I'm like, are we going towards another lockdown? Really, I had all my masks. I had this like pile of masks. I was holding them all by the straps. They were all cleaned, washed. This was when the mask mandate stopped, which I, I feel was like months ago, you know, but I, I don't think it was that long actually. But in my head, I'm holding this, I'm holding this pile of masks. Jen's like, these are clean and hands them to me like with all the straps together. And I'm like, great. And I remember thinking like, I was gonna hang them on my basement steps. There's little like nails there. And I was like, oh no, they'll get dirty. And I need these to stay clean just in case we have to wear them again. Yep, and that's the last, <laughs> that's the last that I remember. And these were the masks that fit me perfectly. I could breathe like normally without my glasses fogging up. Like I could, I could manipulate the way that the mask was with the, it's just no idea where they are. So now I have, <laughs> Now I have these masks that I, I've had the whole time, but are like a little bit too small or too tight or hurt my ears. Like they are my like lower level masks that I just, not for me. But I have those in my bag now, it's what I'm gonna have to wear. And I'm getting a haircut today. So I'm not sure if I'm gonna have to wear a mask in there to get my haircut or I don't know. <laughs> so, if anybody has some detective skills and you can feel where I put that pile of masks that I had, please <laughs> let me know. I've got a couple other places I want to look, but I feel like at this point, looking is just, I'm, I'm gonna need a little, a little bit of help, you know, from my memory, from my mind to be like, oh yeah, I, maybe they are, bah. I don't even, I don't even know where to look, really. My basement bunker is coming along nicely. I have the floor like 99% done. I have one little strip in the back corner. I got these shelves that I wanted to put. There's like a little half concrete wall. I wanted to put the shelves on top of that wall so I could stack my um, cans on there, you know, so I can be prepped for the apocalypse. We have, we've really build up a pretty good supply of things. I definitely have enough like cleaning and toiletry supplies to last for a very long time. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know who made the mistake, but someone keeps ordering soap or maybe, I don't know. We keep getting these cases of bars of soap. So I have like so many bars of soap. I know everybody is on their own game with soap, but I do like the bars for like washing my hands. So I, I have a lifetime supply of bars of soap now, <laughs> but I, I'm, uh, I'm gonna keep working on that. My, my uh, <laughs> employee, employee happening of the day yesterday was um, this girl 
she was like, I need hours, I, I need hours. And I was like, you never show up for work. I promise, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be better. And I was like, you always have an excuse. No, I'm, I'm gonna make this up to you. And I was like, you know, you, you say this every time. Like, what, what point should I start to like, stop believing you? Because this is probably like the fifth time that you assured me that you're gonna, and every time something crazy happens that you don't wanna think is a lie, but it's just too, too crazy to, like, it's just too much. And in my position, I hear excuses every single day for why someone can't get to work. And at this point, I am so much more apt to respect somebody if they're like, I overslept, I'm not coming in, I'm having a bad day. Like, I would much rather you tell me that than like something that I'm like, really? Is that really what happened exactly two hours before your shift? That you know that you have a two hour window to call off? Yeah, it's just, it's real funny. Like a girl yesterday told me that she got in a car accident exactly two hours before her shift to the hour, 5 p.m. She was supposed to be there at 7 p.m. At 5 p.m., she said she got in a car accident and she's not gonna be able to come in because she's at the hospital. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I was like, just have the hospital um, give you a note that you're able to return to work after the accident. And she said, oh, I wasn't injured. It's my family that was injured. And I was like, oh, we'll just have the hospital write you a note to excuse you from work because of the car accident and you caring for your family members. She was like, oh, they, the hospital doesn't write notes. And I was like, mm. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> you know, like, like in that situation, what you couldn't have covered up your family members information, like sent me a picture of the Thing. You couldn't have taken a picture of the hospital room and be like, here's the clock in the hospital. I'm definitely here. There's, there's a, <laughs> like, that's pretty elaborate. And I would hate to think that she's lying, but when you ask for, like, any type of, you know, it's not just me that's, so I am, I'm very understanding and patient and I give people chances and I understand that like everybody's different everybody's going through stuff the places aren't like that you know so if I'm gonna call them and tell them that she got in a car accident two hours before the shift and it's not her that's hurt it's her family that's hurt and she's just there with them they're gonna be like okay tell me another one like they're they are they're used to this, they're used to, like, it's a, just real weird. So this girl, yesterday, different girl, it's her first day working. She's been off for months. And at her arrival time at work, like 5.30 in the morning, she's like, I'm gonna need a check written for me today because I need an oil change because my car is overheating. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you saying that if I don't pay you money right now, you're not gonna be able to work the rest of your shifts? And she's like, no, I wanna work my shifts. I just need a check right now. And I was like, you couldn't have said this like yesterday or, or prior. Like you, you, this is not normal practice. And she just went on and on about like 
her, <laughs> like, everything is an excuse. And I was like, you know what? Here's money for an oil change. I gave her $30 out of my personal money because she's like crying and upset and doesn't have anybody and like all of this is just craziness. And I was like, you know what? Here's your chance. Here you go. You're telling me you're different, you're changed. You just need $30 to get an oil change and then you're good. And I gave it to her. And she's like, oh my God, thank you so much. Like she's going back and forth, back and forth. And I just sent a thumbs up, like, fuck you. Like, I don't believe that this is it. This is your last chance with me, blah. I'm gonna send you a screenshot of the, the receipt as soon as I get it. And I was like, great. I said, I don't wanna prove to you that I'm getting it. And I said, no, what you can prove is that you can make it to all of your future shifts without asking me for anything that is not employer, employee related. I don't need anything. And I was like, okay, okay. You know, um, I have a heart and I, I am empathetic with people and I understand, but there's people like this that I believe know that and understand that and are just ever so slightly twisted about like boundaries, you know? If she would have told me before she picked up the ships, because what she said was, she had either money to get an oil change or money to pay for her childcare and her cars, whatever. Very in need of an oil change. So I don't know I, if she would have just been honest and said that ahead of time, it would have really sat much better with me instead of getting like an ultimatum, like, oh, you need to pay this or I'm not going to be able to work anymore. So she sent me that picture and then Last night at midnight, she sends me a picture of a donut tire on her car. And she's like, I'm gonna need another $100 to fix this tire. I just wanna be like, is there anything else you're gonna need that you couldn't wait for normal business hours to ask for? When I specifically asked you yesterday, if there's something else that you needed to be able to work? Cause that's a, like, at the least of it, we do want people to be able to work. We want people to be able to facilitate, you know, to work. No, this is it. And it, I just got home now because I had a flat tire and I had to change it. So it took you like eight hours to get home from what would be a 20, 20 minute drive. Really? Like some things just don't don't add up and just make you want to be like, what? So I got her the money and it, I like thumbs up is the only response that she's getting for me because at this point I just, I've lost respect for her. I've lost trust for her. Like she's an employee and she can work, but like beyond that, no. Like anything else, no. Like this is it. I'm not doing this again. I'm not gonna like, I need to start setting clearer boundaries with people and it's gonna start here because I, I, I try. I try to be understanding and kind and like this, is this her just taking advantage of my kindness or is this her, you know, genuinely needing something? And we encourage people to reach out when they do. Is it the way that she's reaching out being so demanding about it? Like she's entitled 
to all of these things that are actually causing like small inconveniences for a lot of people. Like it's a, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, but it's just, it's really not good.